to the AWS Developer Podcast. I'm Emily Freeman. I'm here with Dave Kispitsky, as always. And this is part two of our conversation with Jody Bailey, CTO of Stack Overflow. Developer experience is suddenly a topic across the industry. Uh, and different people have different sort of definitions and reasons for caring. How do you think about developer experience and what role do you think Stack Overflow plays in DX? Yeah, so so when I think of developer experience, I really think about you know, literally everything that the developers are, are dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis. In particular, you know, I'm thinking, when I think about it from a leader perspective, I'm thinking about how it can impact our hiring and retention, how we get things done. And a big part, I think, right now, of what we're all trying to figure out is, you know, working with distributed teams. And so from a Stack Overflow perspective, from my perspective, developer experience is a lot about knowledge sharing, but also knowledge, you know, the collective learning, so to speak. And the, the key aspects that that I've focused on, and I think we as a whole at Stack Overflow focus on, is really creating an environment that, that supports flexibility, learning, and productivity. And you know, when you think about that, especially as more and more folks are distributed, you know, I think that a lot of the challenges that we've had historically are, are just exacerbated more as folks are, are distributed around the world. I agree. And, you know, one of the, th the things I've also found in my career with developer experience, too, is you can do things too well. So you don't see this at, at Stack Overflow, but you might have seen this in at, at AWS is the rate of producing new APIs, the rate of change, like enumerating really quickly where developers feel like they haven't even had a chance to ramp up on the current technology. And it's weird the first time you're doing it, it's like, wouldn't more change be good? We're creating all of these really, really great things. And it's like, whoa, I, I just got used to your API and you're deprecating everything I built. And it's this kind of weird yeah. center that I find with developer experience too, is actually something to think about is what's the center of gravity, you know? And I feel totally. like your center of gravity for, for devs for that. You know, I agree the the other thing kind of along those lines, and it's, it's maybe a you know, same thing just said differently is there's so much information out there, right? When it comes to learning new things, there's there's no challenge finding information to learn. Right. But how do you how do you find the the right information or the best information for your particular problem? And that could be, you know, I mentioned before that I was in the the tech ed space with the the training and certification organization, and before that I was with Pluralsight. And oh wow! The, the, I love Foresight. I remember Aaron from back in the early Microsoft days. Yeah, yeah. yeah Aaron's awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I spent uh, four years at Pluralsight and had the opportunity to join when we had a, a really small team, and I think I was employee two hundred and fifty. You know, went through the the IPO and and did a bunch of really cool things there before heading to to training certification. Nice. But but the thing that is really clear when you're helping people learn is it's not a matter of finding training material. There's all sorts of stuff on YouTube, TikTok now, every place. But how do you find that trusted information that you you know is going to give you the best experience? And that's one of the values I think that Stack Overflow provides. And in particular, as we talk about collectives, right, which is kind of a sub community focused in an area like AWS. 
you know that if you go to one of these spaces that you're going to get the right answers, the best answers. You know, we have, we've talked about the community and the people answering questions in, in collectives. You know, we also have the, the AWS experts that are available, the, the recognized members, folks like that, that can help answer the questions to really ensure that you're getting the best information in the time of need, right? When you really most need it. And that's, that's one of the, the other distinguishing factors with Stack Overflow versus online training or, or some other means is that it's just in time learning, right? It's that yeah. opportunity, you've got a problem, you're trying to solve something, I need an answer now. I don't wanna have to go through a, a, you know, a 90 minute training course and hope that something's in there. It's like, I just have a question, just help me answer it. And that's, I think that's the real value of the communities, whether it's the collective with AWS, the broader Stack Overflow or Stack Overflow for teams, right? Because we do offer it for organizations as a as software, as a service. So you know, if you have proprietary information that you, that you want to share, you can do that in the the, SAS, the Teams Stack Overflow for Teams environment, right? So that you don't have to worry about putting confidential information out into the the public domain. So and the other Stack thing Overflow. that you, know, you talk about, yeah. sorry, Stack Overflow for Teams. It sounds like a replacement for an internal wiki or something like that. Is that the case? You know, I don't know that we necessarily positioned it that way, but but yes, right? Okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really focused. So a couple things, as we've talked about before, you know, there's a hundred million plus developers that, that are coming to the site every, every month, you know, so, so we developers by and large are really comfortable with the format. They understand how it works. So within the, the teams offering, it, it's a natural fit for developers. It's just comfortable and it's a way, way of operating. Um, and then when, when you think about efficiency of your teams, you, you you have the experts, you have people that are answering questions all the time. And what you really want to do is you want to you want them to only have to answer the question once, right? And then for everybody to be able to get the answer. Because what what we really as leaders, I think we all want to to maximize productivity and efficiency. And with constant interruption, your flow state gets disturbed, et cetera. And, and whether you're asking questions or answering questions, you know, whatever that time you spend on that is really disrupting your flow state and your productivity. And one of the things that we did find, you know, as through the numerous surveys is that productivity is, is a huge factor in terms of how satisfied people are with their, their work and their job. And in fact, that maybe flipping it around, it's the number one dissatisfier. So like if people are, feel like they're not productive, that's that's the the leading cause of them wanting to, to look for a job elsewhere. So, you know, anything we can do as leaders, I think to help people be more efficient and effective, helps them feel productive. You know, it helps the organization be successful. And, you know, it's just symbiotic relationship. And it goes back to that developer experience. You know, how do you, how do you help them be productive? How do you allow them to learn, you know, just in time? And then the other piece that, that we fit into, I'd say, is that flexibility aspect. As more and more folks are distributed, it's a lot harder to, you know, to talk to somebody or, or just kind of, you know, lean around the corner and say, hey, you know, how did you solve this? And you can do it via Slack or, or any number of things, but 
you know, if you if you can have that collective information in an easy to find location, and it, it just really streamlines everything, and I think improves that developer experience. I completely agree. I think actually, for me, Stack Overflow fills a gap, temporary or permanent, between the docs that exist and the questions folks have with various services across the entire industry. Um, and it, it does, it allows people to continue on uh, with whatever sort of mission they're on in that moment without like right. hours and hours, if not days of frustration. When we talk about Stack Overflow, you mentioned something called a, a recognized member, and then there are recommended answers. Can you just describe on Stack Overflow, the sort of different levels that maybe give some people more influence than someone who just joined? Yeah, I can I can talk at a high level. I know I know Dave has spent a, a fair amount of time on this as well. So, <laughs> yeah. so we'll we'll talk about that. You know, from from a collective's perspective, we want to create the opportunity for, you know, companies like AWS that have their their own space within Stack Overflow to identify the folks that are kind of authorities, right? And that, that would be the recognized members. And in those cases, it's really up to the vendor or, you know, the, the person hosting the organization hosting the collective to decide who those folks are. And there, there are a number of ways of doing that. And, you know, the product has ways to, to help support that. Within the platform itself, we have the, the opportunity for people to, to earn what we call reputation. So they get points for answering questions, asking questions, you know, upvoting, downvoting, et cetera. And there's a number of, of different tiers across the platform based on how many reputation points you have. And as you get more reputation points, you get the ability to do more things within, within the platform. So I know, you know, we were talking before we started, Dave, that you you were spending some time there for a while uh, working on that. Maybe maybe you can uh, share your yeah. experience. You know, for me, it was um, earlier on in my DevRel career, a lot of, and, and this ties into what you said too, Jody, about uh, productivity. I love that. I love, like, I talk to a lot of service teams, right? And there's service teams that look at other service teams and they're like, wow, that service team had a bunch of the developer community kind of run with it and just, you know, self-organize and they're very excited about it. How can we do this? And my, what I always tell them is what problem are you solving? Right. It's, it, they solved something that was particularly painful, right? I'll give you an example with CDK. They solved having to write a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, and everything else. Right. It's like, it just saved hours. It saved time. And as human beings, we're very right. lazy, you know? So if you could save my time, that's super important. And so early on, I launched a bunch of different platforms across, you know, mobile, web, everything. And what we were finding is when it's very different when you have a programming language on Stack Overflow versus you've just launched something. And now people are actually using with it and the feedback's coming in and you're trying to find out the right way. But as all engineers know, when you create something, there's the way that you thought was the right way. And then there's actually the way that people and developers are using it. And you're like, oh, that's even cooler. And let's iterate right. there. And so what I would do a lot of times in the early days is just log in to Stack Overflow. You know, I wasn't using search as my portal to the web like I do now or my phone. You know, I'd be on my computer. Right. And I would just go in and start the day and start to see what were the questions that were actually happening anecdotally through Stack Overflow and then help my rank 
to get higher and higher so that I, you know, there was no, I, I love the collectives idea. There was none of that, you know? So it was like, I would I always identify myself with the company so people knew that I was with this company and if they didn't believe me, they could go and find me on Twitter and everywhere else and see, you know, I had a, a blog and all, they could actually see who I was. But that became such a unique kind of experience of seeing it reach this point and then be handed off to the community because, you know, now it's yours. It's no longer the people that created it and what I think is right. You know, may I remember a time of when when JavaScript came out, you know, and back then I think was it called LiveScript? I remember Netscape was like trying to write, and I remember just putting tables together and using, and then you know things along the line uh, time came like jQuery and all this. I'm like, this is so much better than this is now the right way, <laughs> you know. And so having right. gatekeepers of the current right way, I think is 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 super important to the developer experience, which you're all doing. Totally. I, I I love that uh, you were in there logging in every day and, and looking at questions, answering questions. You know, we talked about too. It, you know, it, it's interesting how search has become the way that people navigate you know, to to Stack Overflow and a lot of other things. And certainly, one of the things that that I'm interested in is you know continuing to evolve the experience and make it really you know part of the the flow of of work for people you know how do we how do we provide information and answers in such a way that you don't have to you know go from from your ide to to a search to stack overflow and and around you know is there a way that we can just really get in the the flow of work you know love to hear you know from you or anybody listening you know what that might look like but you know how do we how do we really become the destination as opposed to just you know you know a search and find yeah and have you like what is because you know communities can be very vocal the needs and the wants of the stack overflow community in this you know post lockdown dispersed workforce uh, you know, fast paced developer environment. Like, what does that look like today? What are you hearing? And how has, you know, your response to that evolved over time? You know, we you know, clearly saw an uptick in, in question asking and answering through the pandemic. Um, you know, the, the thing that I hear the most or the thing that stands out to me is really making it easier for people to ask questions. You know, one of the, you know, to ask a good question is, is not trivial. And one of the things that, that's interesting as you look at the evolution of people through their career is as people get more experience, they get better at asking questions. And I don't, I don't know if you've observed that or not, but, but sometimes right. we find that, you know, people that are early on in their career, you know, you know maybe it's also new or they don't have the context. Sometimes they struggle with how to frame the question in order to get an answer. Yeah. So one of the things that, that we are doing is we're working, we've got something we call internally, at least staging ground, where it, it's an experience oh, nice. where people can, in a safe place, because, you know, sometimes, you know, developers can be harsh, right? But in a, in a safe space, you know, how do you create a question, get feedback on it, you know, in a way that you know, makes you comfortable, but also puts you in a position to get your question answered quickly and effectively, right? So that's that's one of the the things that we hear is you know how do we how can you help me ask my questions and get them answered more quickly and efficiently? And so staging ground is one of the spaces that that we're working on in order to do that. 
it's the whole you you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Right. When you're first starting. Out. <laughs> the other That's thing accurate. And is... how do you actually protect folks that are new to Stack Overflow? Like, what kind of guardrails do you have in place to make sure that people feel welcome and safe asking those types of questions? This staging uh, idea is really clever. Yeah. So, so that's, you know, that's the kind of the system wide thing. Our moderators, that's a big part of, of their responsibility, right. To ensure that, that, you know, people are, you know, operating in an appropriate manner. We also, we have system wide, you know, bots, you know, if you will, that go through all the interactions and make sure that, you know, the information is, you know, the exchanges are, are, positive or, you know, in compliance, if you will, with our guidelines in terms of how people should operate. So there's a number of different vectors, if you will, towards trying to address that problem. Obviously, you know, with, I think I mentioned last time, maybe that, that we get a new question every four seconds and 52 plus million question and answers. So there's a lot of volume there to do, you know, to do that. So, so we've got Lots of documentation around how to do things effectively. We've got moderators, we've got system things, and then we've also got new products and features that we're rolling out constantly to try to make it more effective. Uh, it's also, you know, collectives is another reason as well as teams you know, where kind of reducing the, the scope of people to whom you're asking the question, I think also can help people feel a little bit more comfortable where you don't feel like, you know, you're asking a hundred million people, maybe you know, you're asking, you know, a subset of folks that are kind of in the same space as you, and that can feel a little more space to say, ah, yeah. and in particular within an organization, right? Just, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm with my kind here. It's more of a community, you know, we've gotten yeah. so big, sometimes it can, it can feel like, you know, a, an enormous community as opposed to really personal, like, like what we're aiming with for with collectives. That's amazing. And when we look toward the future, whether at Stack Overflow or across the entire industry, what are you most excited about? Well, I think, you know, I, I'd be lying if, if I didn't say it's the, you know, all the things that we're going to be able to do with generative AI, right? I think, you know, you'd have to have to be living in a cave right now to not see all the things that are going on. And, and frankly, I'm really excited about the things that we're talking about, you know, I don't have anything specific to share at this moment, but I can yeah. say that we're well aware of, of the capabilities, you know, we're working with a number of, of different folks and, and really trying to figure out how, how can we continue to evolve the experience to really create that, that great community and the questions and answers and really empower, you know, empower technologists to change the world. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, large language models and LLMs will definitely impact how how we code and operate in the future. So it's yeah. all very exciting. It's not like we have any good data there or anything. <laughs> and it's, you know, yeah. and, and uh, this is just anecdotally, but I always, you know, you are all the source of truth for me when I am looking for answers from coding. And I could tell you, I, I love all of these generative AIs and how quickly I get answers as an interface. But I have gotten a lot of wrong answers. And I know they're yeah. wrong answers because I'm well-versed. And granted, I'm a little bit esoteric and some of my topics may not be mainstream. But some of them have actually been reversed. Like even uh, like I, stuff around strength training, hormones. Like I, I've seen things of giving me advice and it actually lowers it. And I'm like, whatever model they were on, it's it's in the wrong direction. <laughs> and so I think that's the next thing. Like right. every, it's 
reminds me of uh, Alexa when I was in Alexa. Everyone's like, wow, this is so easy and straightforward and, and great, but what's the kind of answer I'm getting? Who's checking the answers, you know? And I think that's going to be the next thing that we start to see in that, that space. So, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Incredible. Absolutely. And that's, that's why, you know, we want to be measured about it because we are a trusted source and we want to make sure that, you know, as we provide answers, they're, they're answers that you can trust, you know, and I think you're seeing some of some different organizations doing different things like, you know, providing attribution towards the answer. So, you know, here's an answer and here are the sources. So, you know, maybe you're not the, the expert, but at least you can go and validate the, you know, the source of the information of, of the answer that's being provided to you by the LLM. So, um, so true. I think there's just tons of opportunity there. Absolutely. Jenny, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, it's been incredible chatting with you. Thank you for leading Stack Overflow. Thank you for partnering with us with the AWS Collective on Stack Overflow. Uh, we're really excited about what the future holds. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been great chatting with y'all. Hope we get to do it again sometime. Thank you. This is great.